I'm Polly, and you've just listened to Totally Preventable. Totally Preventable. Totally Preventable. Totally Preventable. Hey, Polly. Hey, Greg. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? Good. A little steamy in here today. It is. It's summertime. It is summertime. In, in New England. We were probably, six months ago, we were probably complaining it was cold in here. <laughs> I'm still complaining it's cold. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can never be too warm, but I can be too cold. The AC, but it is summertime. Time to get out and about. Yep. Especially out here with a lot of the tourists coming into town. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun, a lot of excitement. Oh, I might know where you're going with this. Do you? Maybe. I'm a great interweaver. All right. Let's see. So with all of that, yep. you might be thinking about summertime drinking. Oh, summertime cocktail. Summer beverages. Yeah. We have the wineries out here. We have a lot. A lot, yep. a lot of going on. A lot of the nightlife. Until, um, as long as you're responsible, we're okay with it. That's right. Of age and responsible. Yeah. We are very, very okay with it. But one thing we want is... Um, in conjunction with our guest today, we want everyone to be safe. Yeah. So how can they be safe? Our our guest today on Totally Preventable is the founder of the My Cup Condom. One of our favorite products That's here. That's right. Nicole Camisso is here. She's going to tell us all about the cup condom, where it came from, the idea, why. It's going to be good. Awesome. So without further ado. Joining us today on the Totally Preventable Podcast, we have Nicole Camisso, the founder of My Cup Condom. Nicole, how are you doing today? Hi, guys. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Good. It's great to have you. Yes. Thank you so much. So um, here at the Prevention Coalition, we have purchased My Cup Condoms from you a couple times. Um, so could you tell us a little bit about them and maybe how you got into this business? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, thank you guys so much for having me on Totally Preventable. Uh, I listened to you guys' podcast a couple of times. I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. Um, Very important information. I think that everyone really needs to be more careful and use the tools that are readily available to you, such as my cup condom and other products. Um, And, you know, we love that you guys have bought them, used them. Uh, We really look at them as the necessary insurance policy, kind of, because when you go out, you really don't know what's going to happen. And with anything in life, you have no idea who's the bad guy and, you know, when and where they're going to strike. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just a little over four years ago, I had been at a bar uh, in my town and I had just been there with all my friends the weekend before. And I was working for this woman and I went into work and she had the story for me uh, about how her friend had been to the same bar and had been roofied and a middle-aged woman on, on like a Tuesday, like it was not, you know, a Friday night, 20 year olds partying. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she had been roofied, kidnapped, and then taken to a motel, beaten, you know, raped the whole the whole nine pretty much except for being murdered all her things stolen from her she woke up you know naked bruised and it was like the most horrendous situation and so you know basically I heard that story from my boss and I couldn't help but think you know I had just been at this bar and if this could happen to a middle-aged woman on a Tuesday just getting dinner and drinks with her friends this could obviously happen to me it could happen to anybody at any time and so I really thought, you know, 
I, I feel like I need to come up with something to cover your cup. And I, you know, instantly thought of condom, like a condom for your cup, which is, you know, pretty much where the name had happened right away. And, you know, so on and so forth. That's how my cup condom was born. And, you know, it's pretty much taken fire since then. Wow. Awesome. That That is taking action mm-hmm. right away. That That is something we all need. That is great. That is a, a great outlook. How hard was it to take your idea and get it to a final product? Because I feel like I have tons of great ideas and then I just get dumped. <laughs> like, I'm just like, right. <laughs> it's def- the inventing process is definitely pretty difficult. And truthfully, you know, a lot of people say like, you know, oh, as long as I come up with an idea, like I'll be set for life and just things like that. But you don't realize how much goes into creating something, literally inventing something from nothing and getting to that final result. And honestly, it was very difficult and so much work uh, that went into my cup condom and everything it is now. But, you know, really starting with prototypes, you know, things that you could make at home, trying to make it into something remotely, you know, similar to what you want it to actually look like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then going through processes of finding a manufacturer, getting them to make you prototypes and samples and, you know, also the intellectual property side of things so that you could protect your idea, you know, mm-hmm. finding an, a patent attorney, finding someone that you could trust going through those motions, spending, you know, tons of money on intellectual property and, you know, just really hitting every single basis that you have to when creating something. And the really hard part uh, about my business, I started it in 2019 in July is when I officially formed the LLC for the actual business. But later on in the year is really when manufacturing had started and, you know, actually getting orders in and we actually had utilized TikTok. And that was kind of when TikTok was still a little bit newer. And the first video we just threw on there got like over 2 million views. So that was insane. And and we were just like, okay, we, like, I knew I had something here because obviously you're biased to your own idea. Mm -hmm. But when everyone was reacting so strongly to it, I was just like, all right, this is going to be huge. And so you know, every time we would put a video up, it would explode. But the difficult part to that was we really didn't have a solid, steady manufacturer at the time. And so, you know, that was obviously very difficult. And it's very frustrating, you know, to put on back orders and pre orders. And, you know, that's just a part of the growing pain process. Um, But and then COVID happened at the beginning of 2020, which is really when my business had started to explode and when it really started, started. And so that was a whole new slew of problems when it came to manufacturers and, you know, manufacturing plants shutting down or not working at all because the whole world pretty much stopped Mm. Uh, and no one was going out to bars or clubs and things like that. So, you know, it was hopefully you don't need to protect yourself just around your family. Right. 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 Yeah. What's scary too, and not about family, but statistically, people actually get roofied more so of someone that they know. And Mm -hmm. so that's what's even scarier. Um, you know, friends at parties and things like that. A lot of the times it happens by someone you actually know personally. And so, you know, that's why too I say all the time to college girls or college students, you know, if they feel comfortable like at a frat party, as long as they know all their friends and it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. You you need to 
you know, even if you have that barrier just to protect yourself, you know, as that insurance policy, like I said, I mean, it, it could go a really long way. I really like the way that that you market this this product because just like you were saying, a lot of people, you know, gonna, I'm going to go to a party, I'm going to go to a bar with people that I know, but you don't only market it as, you know, this is your barrier between getting roofied, but you also market it as, you know, you won't spill your drink. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause I've been in a bar. I've spilled many a drink. I've bumped into people, had to buy them a drink. Now my pockets are looking very thin. Absolutely. I, I really, I really like that marketing because if a person thinks like, oh no, I'm around people I know, well, hey, you can use it so you won't spill your drink. It's right. What is great, great idea. Thank you. Yeah, when we first came up with it and we were looking at the materials of which to use and what would look best. Uh, 100% natural latex really worked the best because it snaps to your cup and you really can't get it off unless like, you know, obviously we never recommend leaving your drink mm -hmm. unattended, even with the cup kind of on it. So mm -hmm. if you have your drink or you have it next to you and, and you have it with you, if someone tried to take it off, it would be so ridiculous that you mm -hmm. would literally know right away because you have to use both hands and literally take it off you can't just slip it over the side because it's you know snapped to your cup really like a condom it's pretty much the same type of material and so the be other benefit to that was it preventing spilling so it was like the best of both worlds you know especially listen when you buy a mixed drinks like you said you know that could get you could get into like a 50 dollar night if you have a couple of drinks so yeah, yeah. so you're on your website it says uh Reuse for multiple drinks at your risk. Why is it at your risk? What do you recommend? Is it just one one-time use? What is the recommendation? So we have customers that use it tons and tons of times. It really depends on how careful you are with the product. And we always say reuse at your own risk because a cup condom, a new one right out of its packaging, that's going to serve the most protection from what we know. We have no idea what someone looks like after they start reusing it. So, you know, we're not going to be able to say that it's, you know, 100% as good as a new one. Um, and it's it's kind of, it's funny because I always use the analogy of a condom, but most people don't reuse condoms. But, you know, it's, probably, it, it's a little different. But, you know, using it the first time right out of the package, that's where you're going to get the, the most out of it. But we have so many customers that reuse it, you know, 10, 15 times. It's so easy to do. You just have to take it off, keep the straw in most of the time and slip it right on your new drink. So we say, you know, reuse it throughout the night. You could reuse it on so many drinks, just as long as you're careful with it. Um, and, you know, as it starts to get wet and, you know, things like that, it could become less usable, but not typically. I mean, you can, as long as you're careful with it and you don't, you know, try and rip it open, mm -hmm. you could use it tons and tons of times. Right. We have some sample ones that when we've decided that it's best practice for us to have one on display. Otherwise, people think we have a big basket of regular condoms. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so we always try to remember to have a cup. And um, yeah, people touch it and take it off and put it on and poke it and everything. And um they last a while with that abuse. So um, yeah. yeah, they're pretty sturdy. That was another thing about the material. Latex is pretty strong and durable, but it also offers that flexibility. So it could fit on tons of different size drinks and cans and all of those things. So yeah, love it. 
it fits in your pocket or your purse nice too, mm -hmm. nice size packaging. We yeah. had a, we were at an event not long ago and there was a bachelorette party walking by. So it was, you know, middle-aged women who were coming by and, you know, at first they looked- Oh my God, Greg, you think they were middle-aged? How old do you think I am? <laughs> <Get> it. <laughs> um, so, so um, the, the party had come by and we, you know, I had asked, is, the, is this party just for the more, because it was a morning event is this party going to continue on? And they were like, for sure. Definitely. We were hitting, yeah. the, bar, no, we're hitting the bars later. So then they, I introduced the cup condoms, but you know, people thought that they just heard condoms like, Oh no, we don't need these. And then we explained, no, these are cup condoms. It's, it's a, uh, a condom for your drink to help keep you. And I mean, they, they all had fanny packs. Remember they yeah. had open up the fanny packs. Can we take multiples? They not only did that, but who, some some people who weren't with the party at first, they went back, got them, brought them back to get some because it was such a great idea. Oh, that's awesome. You're, you know, it's for people who think that they're not going to need it. You actually, it's it's really not a bad idea. One question I have for you, though, I see it when I when I see it used, I usually see it on cups. I see it on cans. Is there is there a, a possibility of one for bottles or do you already have something for bottles or does it work for bottles? And, and I'm not understanding how to use it. So it definitely won't fit on like a skinny beer bottle um, just because it's not going to with the width. Uh, we've definitely had ideas for beer bottles of, you know, what we could try, what we could use. The only thing is that not many people would drink beer out of a straw Right. Just those people aren't going to do that. Um, especially just with the taste and the foam and, and all those things. And uh, you know, so it's been something that we've played with. Uh, I know that there are stopper type things that you can kind of put in a beer bottle, but again, you have to use a straw in order to get protection from someone, you know, putting it in. So we're not sure if people would really purchase them, especially with the the beer aspect. I mean, that's another thing with the cup condom. Like some people bring them to breweries and things like that, but they're not really popularly used in that way just because of the beer aspect. Uh, like every beer drinker I know would be like, I'm not drinking it out of a straw. No, <laughs> right. There are, don't get me wrong though, there are ones that will use the cup condom because they're like, no way, like I'm drinking it out of a straw because I'm not letting something happen to me, uh, which is what I would do also. Like I would just drink it out of the straw through the cup condom. But, you know, that's something that people usually don't do is drink beer out of a straw. And, you know, I would just always recommend, especially when someone asked that question about the beer bottles, just put your thumb over the top. That's what I used to do all throughout college. Like before that story that really, you know, where cup condom was born and thought of happened, uh, I was always so paranoid about getting roofied. I Every single person I know either has been roofied or knows someone directly that has been roofied. And that has always been such a big fear of mine. And I've been always so paranoid, especially in college when I turned 21 and you could get into the clubs and the bars where it's crazy and, you know, it's like nothing you've ever really seen or experienced before. And there are people everywhere and tons of different people and you know, when you get that mixed drink, there's really not much you could do. I mean, putting your hand over it doesn't offer any protection whatsoever, especially when it's dark and dim and there's people literally right next to you. So I used to exclusively drink beer out of bottles and 
keep my thumb over the top. <laughs> <laughs> Very smart. Did you create your logo yourself? Yeah, I did actually. That was like the first thing I thought of was the the smiley face. I just wanted something like fun and playful and yeah. you know, it looked like a party, but also have that aspect with the, you know, monocle to show like, you know, like we're looking out for you. So I don't know why, but it was just immediately in my head. It, mm. We love it. And you know, I have Thank been you. going to like, you know, the, it looks like this. <laughs> but um I think it takes a very serious subject mm. and makes gives it a little humor. I mean, it doesn't take away right. the seriousness of it, but gives it a little humor and makes protecting yourself fun or more Absolutely. Fun or, yes. Yeah. Um, and we can't say enough about it. We have had difficulty though, trying to get bars to provide them because there's a little stigma around bars that would carry them. Right. Feeling like, oh, people are going to think we're the kind of place that yep. people get roofied. Um, I don't, do you have any tips for, for us in trying to get bars to get on board with us? And yeah, so we definitely, and to go off the logo thing, we definitely want it to be like flirty and playful. That So I'm, you know, happy that you see that and, and like that, because that really was my main goal, because obviously it's a serious topic, but it's kind of a way to make protecting yourself fun. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, definitely glad you touched on that, but we definitely have had that as a topic with bars and don't get me wrong. We sell to tens of thousands of bars across the country and across the world that love it. will always have it, have no problem with it because they know that this is something that happens and it has nothing to do, you know, or it, it could have something to do, but most of the time it doesn't have something to do with the bar and the bar can't vet and, you know, see if every single person coming in is a bad guy. I mean, there are bad guys that don't even look like bad guys. So how, how are you going to ever know? And so a lot of bars have that um, as an issue. And it's actually pretty, quite comical because the bar that I had the idea with kind of had that same issue when I brought it to them. And it's like, dude, this is why I came up with the idea and you're having a problem with it. Like you are that bar that has that problem. Um, and this is the solution to the problem. But, you know, I would just say that tips on getting into bars like that, and you could always uh, reach out to me and maybe we could have a conversation with them together. But, you know, what is really a solidifying factor is that we do have our products in tens of thousands of bars. So obviously it's not something that is making people walk out the door and turn away when they see it. Uh, if anything, I've seen that overwhelmingly when patrons see something like that, they actually are comforted that the bar wants them to be safe um, and give them that option to be able to cover their drink in a better way. Uh, and so, you know, I think that the stigma that those bars have, I could understand it as a business owner. I understand where they're coming from. But in today's day and age, I think that that's a little bit of a, you know, washed up mentality when it comes to protecting yourselves. And so um, I would say those couple of things uh, would really help if you haven't said those already. Yeah, I really feel like when bars have harm reduction things in place that I'm like, wow, they really care about their patrons. They're right. really watching out for everybody because I... 
I don't think that they've hired a bunch of roofiers or bad guys to be in you know bad guys in there right Um, those people are coming in off the street and are predators they're not associated with the bars right by doing this this would um deter people from trying to roofie people in their right. bars and make them safer overall. If anything too, I feel like some people might be suspicious of that. Like, why wouldn't you want your patrons to be protected? Like that, that's something that I've seen too, because listen, there are bartenders out there that do messed up things. And so, you know, that would also be another thought to me, you know, why would you deny your patrons this simple little thing that would protect you? Right. Yep. Now, a lot of times, um, unfortunately, the the end result for uh, for someone who has been roofied would result in a sexual assault or attack, which uh, a lot of people do not want to report. When you were coming out with this, did you, I mean, first off, it's a difficult topic to even talk about, but did you face any criticism, any backlash? What was it like when you were introducing this product and getting it going? So really, when I first came out with it, it was overwhelming support, like I said, with all the TikToks. Um, Definitely, you know, with everything, there are some people that have a problem with what you're doing. And a lot of people have had an issue with the name, which I find hilarious, like it's a condom. Like we all know what the word condom is. It's not like it's an explicitive word. You know, I find that funny because I'm just, I'm not like that. I'm pretty open. I'm from New York. So nothing really surprises me at this point. Um, You know, and I just think it was so catchy and, you know, it, it makes sense right away. And so I had introduced it and really a lot of the backlash was really like, you know, this can't protect your cup or, you know, things like that. And then we would show how it would work. And it's very obvious that it provides way more protection than nothing at all. And then, you know, some of the backlash and the biggest question that we get on our social media, this and that are not question or statement, like they could slip it down through the straw. It's like, okay, the person still has to be able to drink out of it. So obviously we need to put something for them to drink or else there's no point to this at all. They're just staying home at that point and not going out anywhere. Um, And the likelihood of someone being able to put something down a straw hall is so unlikely. I mean, that would have to require like insane precision, um, especially if someone's holding your drink. That's why we say never leave it unattended. Um, you know, so there are always people like that, that are like hating on your idea and what you're trying to do. And in my opinion, a lot of those people are probably perpetrators that are pissed off that they have this option to use it. Um, but I would say overwhelmingly, a lot of it was supportive, um, especially women and men that were like, this is the best thing ever. I can't tell you how many guys have come up to me if I have it or reached out to us on our social media saying I've been roofied like it happens to guys too um and way more than I had realized whether it's to rob them whether it's to take advantage of them or whether it was an accident and it was actually meant for a girl in their group or a girl that they were with Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they're all messed up Mm -hmm. um and not knowing what happened I mean it happens to everybody. It really does. Wow. Yeah. But it was definitely difficult 
um, when it comes to the sexual assault part of it, like you mentioned, that's definitely very hard for people to talk about or even like you said, report. And that's what's such a shame about drink spiking and things like that, because it leaves your body in 24 hours. So once it's in you, if you don't go to a hospital right away and get a urine test or or get something to be done, like this, you know, the sexual assault part of it, even after that, if it does happen, which like you said, that's usually why someone would roofie you, um, you know, that in and of itself is hard to go and do. That's why most rapes aren't, you know, tracked because you know, it, it's not something that you want to go do. You want to shut it out, hide and and never talk about it again and pretend like it didn't happen. And it's a shock. But, you know, let alone the drink spiking part of it, those are wildly unreported because you have to go within 24 hours. And most of the time you might think, did I drink too much? Like, did I really drink that much that I feel this messed up right now? And then when it all comes down to it, you're like, oh my gosh, I think that I might've been drugged. And then you think that you're crazy, but you're not crazy. And then there's no way of proving it anyway, because the time is probably has probably run out. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now, if I wanted to become a safe sipper, how mm-hmm. can that be? So you could go on our website uh, to our safe sipper brand ambassador program. We have a bunch of brand ambassadors. I think that that's the best and easy way to really spread the word is to, you know, get whoever wants to become one um, just to spread it on their social media too. And, you know, have that ability to be an ambassador themselves and have them for when they do go out to give them to whoever needs them, whoever wants them, you know, obviously with a business, the whole point and part is to be selling them and making money. But a big part of it for me also is, you know, helping people. I mean, that's why I wanted to start it in the first place is to, you know, really have that ability to protect people because I know how scary it's been and how scary it can be, you know, when you're out and you feel vulnerable and you feel unprotected and, you know, just having that as an option is, you know, makes me feel better. I know that it makes other people feel better. And a lot of people that have used it have said, you know, like now that I've used it, there's no way I could go out with, my drink being naked and unprotected. There's no way because I just won't feel comfortable about it. Now I've looked at your social media and one thing that I admire, well, first there's a lot of good music because most of the pictures take place in the clubs. So I'm like, damn, and I have to post. <laughs> Was that what you were doing yesterday? Pretty much. <laughs> but um, but I like the the realism of it. It's not, you know, posed photos. These are yeah. people, you know, you can see on their face that some are having a really great night. And it's just real in the club. They show how easy it is to put it on. They show how they're, you know, it's, you know, not an embarrassing moment. It's just like, look, quick, easy, put it on. Bah, there it is. Like takes like two, three seconds. So the the realism of the whole thing just, just really brings it all home for me. So that, again, another great job. If that's your ambassadors or your planning, whatever it is. I appreciate that. Yeah. That was always really important to me, like, especially starting out. Like I just, a lot of brands, like it can seem very highly produced and, you know, not real. And so obviously that's something we could do if we wanted to do, but I think it looks a lot better and it, it reaches people better when, like you said, you see like, this is real people, real girls, real, whoever using it, um, and showing how simple it is, how easy it is, you know, and, and 
we're really not in a studio making, you know, things that's usually at a bar or one of our brand ambassadors or a customer that just sends us a video in. And, you know, that's how we've seen a lot of our success and, and our growth on our social media. So if it's not broken, don't fix it. There you go. I, um, I would think that having a cup condom in a bar would also be a um, conversation starter. It definitely is. I mean, when we have them at events, we hear all people are, pe- people don't always like come up to us where, you know, the prevention people aren't always right. as the fun people, even though we are. We bring uh, the party wherever we go. <laughs> we, we do. No people doubt about that. But when we have, when it's an event that we have cup condoms with us, People are always intrigued and want to talk and laugh and share stories with us. And um, the, I, I would think that if you were at a bar and someone had one of those, you'd be like, hey, what's that? And really start a conversation. Yeah. Now, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just yeah, agreeing. Totally. I mean, I can't tell you how many times people have been like, what is that? You know, and then <laughs> conversation. So. Now, is it just for uh, regulation size straws or could a cocktail drink straw work as well? Pretty much much any straw can fit into it. Even like the big smoothie straws have worked. Um, But I would just, I always say, just be careful, be gentle. Like it is latex. So, you know, you do run the risk sometimes of poking it open if the straw is huge. Um, But, you know, most bars have the same size straws. Um, but you know, as you go down the line, the smaller the straw isn't a problem, but if you have a giant, huge straw, you know, that could potentially have an issue, but most of the time it doesn't. They're pretty strong. I, we've, we've had some on a cup for months and I, one has gotten brittle because it's just been out and on the cup. Mm -hmm. Which latex will do that. Right. Like a year, but I mean, they are. People are manhandling them. We're manhandling them. They get on there nice and tight, and they're they're strong. It is. One thing that I saw that I did not know on, I saw it on your social media, was like, and I thought it would be huge out here because of the beaches we have out here, but it was on the, the fishbowl drinks. Oh, yeah. They they could stretch so <laughs> I, And here I am thinking like, oh, it's just for a cup. And I saw that. I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh wow! It's it's an idea for us to go to the beaches with it, and that's another good place because a lot of people. Although I don't know if we can promote public drinking, but <laughs> as as I'm thinking this out, prevention problem. Right. You can always say it's a spillage problem. Right, that's what I was going <laughs> to have to be about alcohol. Right, that's what I was going to say. Like um, people who are drinking at the beach probably to protect it from sand. Right, probably have a lot of spillage. You put it down, and the beaches and flat and the sand is blowing and kids yep. are running around and seagulls are everywhere yeah greg there we go there's a good reason for us to get out to the beach that's right road trip yeah right. <laughs> i hadn't seen your what is it zippers your safe zipper safe 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 zippers um but that's a great idea because we were talking about how we would like to get them um into the hands of younger people right. um, because the bars don't seem to want to take them and so we're near a pretty big um nightlife kind of town especially in the summer so um we were considering like going down at seven o'clock at night and handing them out um but it would make more sense to have younger people that are actually 
in the bars handing them out. <laughs> I mean, I think people will take them from Greg and I, you know, on the street. But yeah, having people where the action is handing them out is a good idea. Now, what we we know what the cup condom is, but can you tell people what it what they can look out for, what it's protecting against, like the 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 pills, the the powders. Can you do a, explain a little bit about that? So truthfully, there are so many different drugs out there. Um, you know, it's not just the typical roofy roofling like it used to be. I mean, you know, there's the biggest list of all drugs, probably drugs that I don't even know, and they can all come in different forms. And really, I mean, it's not difficult to get, especially in certain areas. If you want to buy certain things like that and you just find someone that, you know, you know, can do it, it's not a hard thing. So are there people roofing people all the time? Yes. Like, is there someone roofing someone at a bar right now? Absolutely. It happens all the time. I mean, we did statistics and it's like one in four people have been roofied and seven out of 10 people know someone that's been roofied. So it's pretty overwhelming and it really, like I said, does happen so much. Um, and so much so that a lot of people don't even realize because especially if it hasn't happened to you directly, you know, sometimes you just think that oh, it would happen sometimes, you know, whatever, but it happens all the time. And there are so many different types of drugs, like I said, that, you know, aren't just drugs that, you know, you put it in your drink, it's a powder and, you know, you'll just pass out and you're unconscious. Like there are blackout drugs that they call them where you will seem conscious to everyone around you. So it doesn't really look that suspicious, but you're blacked out. Like you don't know what's going on. That's actually what happened to the the woman from that story. Um, she seemed like, okay, but cause she's conscious, she's not passed out like the typical roofal and roofie. Um, but she wasn't okay. And then, you know, as time goes on the next couple of days, the next couple of weeks, like you get like flashes and flashbacks from the blackout period of what happened to you. So she woke up, had no idea what had even happened to her, um, you know, and then kind of started to remember. So there are so many different things that can be used against you and even things that can be used against you that like you might not even you know, look suspicious to anybody around you that something that had had happened. So that's what's even more scary to me, like the the availability. And they they all could come in powder. They could come in capsules. They could come in different ways to make it even that much easier for someone to use it against you. So, you know, that just makes it even scarier to me that to use something to protect yourself. Yeah. Are cup condoms available just online or are they available in stores too? So we are right now working into retail. You know, like I said, we sell wholesale um, to tons and tons of different bars. Uh, we're in the retail stage right now, lots of things happening. Um, but right now, really the best way to get them is to either go to mycupcondom.com. And for your guys' listeners, we created a 20% off prevent 20. So that's the promo code prevent 20. Nice. Yeah, preventable listeners and um amazon also.com is another easy way to buy them and get the best 
Well, when you are visiting the website and you're putting Prevent 20 in there to get your cup condoms, also look at those survivor stories, the My my uh, my Survivor. Yeah. I remember, I'm trying to remember mm -hmm. what the correct tab is. But um, if it hasn't happened to you or if you don't know someone that it, it has happened to, just reading those stories make make the whole thing come full circle, make you really understand what the importance of this. So definitely. This this has been wonderful. Mm -hmm. So easy and kind of fun to protect yourself. Why not do it, right? Absolutely. And I know um, even if it's not for you, great gift for a young person. Um, I know uh, Christmas time here, everyone was stuffing everybody's stockings with cup cups. Yep. Um, so and college right right around the corner for everyone either going to college for the first time going back to college so that's a great gift to give uh, a college student because we all know they're going to be drinking we all know that's what's going to happen so well, yeah <laughs> even so even if you're not promoting uh drinking if your person that you're giving it to is drinking they'll have something to keep them safe it, absolutely because they have a cup condom doesn't mean they're going to decide to drink but, and prevent spills and prevent spills well and promote dancing. See? Exactly. With also, this, you can't cry over again. spilled milk because there won't be any spilled milk. Right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this has been great, Nicole. Um, if you can't tell already, we all love my cup condom here. Um, Big should, fans. Yeah. We, Thank we, you so much. We be like fangirling right now. <laughs> I am, I <laughs> we were so excited when you said yes <laughs> I'm so, so happy when you asked me definitely we love anyone that loves us so we love you guys too all right well, thank, thank you. you thank you so much for all this information you got it talk to you later thanks I'm Polly and you've just listened to Totally Preventable Totally Preventable Totally Preventable Totally Preventable